Moses. We thank you for your goodness. Oh, Lord, continue to watch over us. Continue to protect us. Guide us and keep us. Guide us with your eye, oh God. Lord, we wait on you. Oh, hallelujah. Have mercy upon us, oh God. Jesus. my God. Lord, your strength is made perfect in weakness. We look to you. We look to you, O oh God, knowing that you're able to do exceeding and abundant above all we can ask or think. My God, we wait. We continue to wait upon you. Lord, we've had our strength renewed. Lord, help us to mount up, my God, with the wings of eagles, to run and not be weary, to walk and not faint. Teach us, Lord. Teach us, my God. Teach us. Yes, Lord. Oh, we thank you, Lord. We glorify your name. You are worthy. You're worthy of the goodness. You are worthy of the praise. Thank you, Jesus.
Jesus. Lord, we thank you. We thank you for your goodness. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we come before you this morning, oh God. Thanking you for your great grace, your tender mercies. Lord, you brought us thus far. Lord, we continue to give you thanks. Thank you, God, for having kept us. Yes, Lord, you kept us, clothed in our right minds, <coughs> with the use, the activities of our limbs. My God, you watched over us. You strengthened us. Oh, God, you edified us. Lord, we thank you for all the ministering servants that you've brought our way, my God. Lord, as we continue to be this holy nation, this royal priesthood, we pray, dear God, that you would enlighten our eyes, open our understanding, open our minds, O oh God, that we may know you and the power of your resurrection and the fellowship of your suffering. Continue to guide us, Lord, even unto death. Oh God, we thank you. Oh, remember Bishop Katenga, my God, and the Zambian work that is ahead of him. Remember Kwambali and Brian and Ms. Lily and Evangelist Katenga, my God, and the Katenga family. Lord, and the task that lies ahead of them. Prepare them, oh God, to be that sanctuary, pure and holy, tried and true. Oh, God, watch over them. Give them favor, oh, God. Cause the word to be heard and souls to be drawn to your name. My God, we thank you. Remember Bishop Stevens and Bats, my God, as they labor. Bishop Stevens in Tuckahoe, my God, and the work in that building, oh, God. Lord, expand it. Cause the seeds to be planted and grown, oh, God, that it may bring forth fruit. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, yes, Lord. Remember Bishop Bats, oh God, as he labors in the highways and the edges, the parks and the streets, my God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, cause souls to be drawn to him, that they might hear your word. And they may turn around and say, I want to be saved. Remember ministers Nigel and Dennis, my God. Who oh God, stir their hearts, their minds, to proclaim your word. Let your word go forth. Let it have free course, my God. Remember Minister Brown and, and Selmy, <coughs> Evangelist Katenga. All the women of God proclaiming your name, Sister Denise, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Oh God, we give you thanks. Father, remember me, my God, have mercy upon me, cleanse me, make me ever with whole, my God. Open my mind, my understanding, to make right decisions, oh God, concerning your work. Oh God, we continue to call upon your name. Remember all your people everywhere in this city and also in New York City, in the Bronx, Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, Staten Island, my God. 
Remember the surrounding cities and counties, my God, in the name of Jesus, and the nations, the nations across the globe, my God, we call upon you. Let your word be heard, accepted, understood. Oh, my God. Lord, we pray for the leaders in the land, kings and presidents and governors, senators, mayors, representatives, members of parliament, my God, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, you see, we're living in turbulent times. You said we should pray for them, my God, that we may lead quiet and peaceable lives. Father, we thank you. Remember, Minister Lester Reed this morning, oh God, continue to watch over him. Continue to protect him. Minister Ratrin, Minister Millwood, and all your people everywhere. Minister Stubbs, my God, and all those in the Sign Gospel Network. Remember, Pastor Goodman and Pastor Brett and Pastor Richardson, Pastor White. Oh my God, in the name of Jesus. Oh God, remember Pastor David. Oh God, even Pastor Joshua in India. Oh, Peter David in New Zealand. My God, you know all these men and women of God, wherever they may be, watch over them, protect them, Pastor Gibson. Oh, Pastor Beckford, in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, God, we call upon you. Remember those in New Jersey and uh, oh, those in Texas, California, those in Arizona, my God, in the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, God, we give you thanks. <coughs> Have your way in our midst. Have your way in our midst, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We worship you, oh God. Hallelujah. You're worthy, you're worthy, you're worthy, you're worthy, you're worthy, oh God, of the honor, the glory, the praises. And we worship you. We worship you, O God. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Lord, we thank you. Hallelujah. You're worthy of the glory. And good morning to you, you and you, with Rob here, and it's good to be back. Today is Friday, 
Friday, July 31st, 2020, and this is the Master of Arts New Testament Letters program in the name of Jesus Christ. Our topic today, the Lord is faithful, who shall establish you and keep you from evil. Again, our topic today, the Lord is faithful, who shall establish you and keep you from evil. We thank and praise God for every one of you. Again, this is the Master of Arts New Testament Letters Program. And we've come to the halfway point in our program. Yes, we have completed one year in our program. It runs for two years. And this is the halfway point. So, at the end of the lecture today, at the end of our presentation today, I'm going to be taking off for the next 30 days and we will resume our live broadcast on August 31st. Amen? So, we're going to get a break. We're going to take off for 30 days. And then our new year will begin on August 31st. We'll go into the second half of our program as we continue this journey this program, the Master of Arts New Testament Letters. But for today, let us wrap up in good style. Let us wrap up in good style. Friday, July 31st, Master of Arts New Testament Letters program and our topic, The Lord is Faithful, who shall establish you and keep you from evil. As we said before, as we said before, so say I now again, any man preach any other gospel unto you than that we have preached, let him be accursed. The Lord is faithful. The Bible tells us it's required in stewards that a man be found faithful. The Lord is faithful. That he has promised, that will he do. The Lord is faithful who shall establish you. You shall be established in what you do because of, faith, because of the faithfulness of the Lord. And he will keep you from evil. In this second epistle to the Thessalonians, Paul was discussing the coming of the Lord and he was telling about events surrounding the coming of the Lord. He told us that there are two things which would occur before the day of the Lord. And the first is there would be a falling away first. And then the man of sin would be revealed the son of perdition. And people tend to get afraid. People tend to begin worrying when they, when they hear of um, catastrophic events when they hear of turbulent times, when they hear of perilous times coming, they tend to get afraid and fearful and such like. So here Paul the Apostle is reminding the church of the faithfulness of the Lord. The Lord is faithful who shall establish you and keep you from evil. The only way we're gonna be kept from the evil that will be unleashed on this world is through the faithfulness of God. To the faithfulness of his word to that which he has said he created this world by his word he spoke and it was done the lord is faithful and he shall establish you and keep you from the evil to come you can't protect yourself 
Except the Lord build the house, they labor in vain that build it. Except the Lord keep the city, the watchmen wake it but in vain. The Bible tells us, for who he did foreknew, them he also did predestinate to be conformed to the image of his son. We also told you that in a great house there are vessels not only unto honor but unto dishonor. So God chose to call the vessels unto honor and the vessels unto dishonor and place them both in the house. He said speaking of Pharaoh, for this purpose have I raised thee up that my power may be shown throughout the whole world. So it is God, the Lord, who is faithful, who shall establish us and keep us from the evil to come. Now, as we said before, <coughs> so say I now again. If any man preach any other gospel unto you than that you ever seen, let him be a curse. We got to stay with the word. We got to stay with the faithfulness of the Lord. We must stand on his word. We must trust in his word. We must believe in his word. We must open his word. We must let the word of God abide richly in us in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with melody in our hearts to the Lord. So Paul wrote in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verses 3 and 4, Let no man deceive you by any means. Perilous times, turbulent times, difficult times are coming and are here, and you ought not allow yourself to be deceived by anyone by any means. For that day shall not come, the day of the Lord shall not come, except there come a falling away first, and that man of sin be revealed the son of perdition you don't have to worry about the day of the lord coming again you don't have to worry about the day of the lord coming unless first of all you're not in christ secondly if you are in christ don't allow yourself to be deceived by any means for that day shall not come except they come a falling away first. Some of those who were in Christ, having loved this present world, will depart after the things of this world. So there will be a falling away first. And that man of sin who will be concentrated on the things of this world, who will be concentrating on the operations of this world, will deceive many of those who, because of the love of this world, the love of money, the lust of the flesh, the lust of the eye, and the pride of life will follow the man of sin. But there must come a falling away first, and the man of sin will be revealed, who's the son of hell, the son of perdition. What does he do? He opposeth and exalted himself above all that is called God. What does he do? He opposeth and exalted himself above all that is called God or that is worshipped so that he as God seated in the temple of God showing himself that he is God he is so audacious he presents himself as God desiring worship and he will deceive many it is <coughs> It is important as believers 
that we stand in and on the word of God. That we know the word of God to the extent that we know and recognize the man of sin, the son of perdition. What does he do? Here we are given the things that we should look for that we might know and recognize the man of sin. He opposed it and exalted himself. Opposing, always in opposition and exalting himself above all that is called God. He opposes everything and sets himself above everything else, everything that is worshipped, everything that is revered, everything that is looked up to, he considers himself above and beyond that. He opposes and exalted himself above all that is called God, or that is worshipped. He sets himself above that, so that he, as God, sitteth in the temple of God, showing himself that he is God. Knowing not that all bodies are the temple of God. So he sits within himself, proclaiming himself, claiming himself to be even God. Paul wrote to the Colossians in Colossians chapter 2 verse 8 says, Beware, beware, be on your guard. Keep your eyes and your mind open. Keep a lookout. Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit. They will put forth arguments and positions so finely crafted, so cunningly devised that they will deceive you through their beliefs, their arguments, their methodologies. The way they operate, so you gotta be on your guard. Beware, lest any man spoil you through cunningly devised arguments, twisted arguments, words, manipulated words, and such like. Beware, lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit. When you imagine and you lust after and in your vain imaginations desire the things of the world, they will use those things against you and deceive you. After the tradition of men, they will use the traditions, religious traditions, secular traditions, cultural traditions. They don't care what they use to deceive you after the rudiments of the world, the principles, the basic beginning things of the world they will use it to deceive you and not allow you to pursue Jesus Christ so beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men after the rudiments of the world and not after Christ John wrote to the church telling the church beloved beloved believe not ever spirit one of the things about the church is the church has been taught to exercise faith. But it must be faith in God. You have fake faith. Paul, in fact, told Timothy that his parents had unfeigned faith. There are many who will go around talking about faith, faith, faith. But it is a false faith. So, you don't just believe everything. John wrote to the church saying, Beloved, believe not every spirit. Oh, the Spirit told me this, and the Spirit told me that, and the Spirit said this, and the Spirit prophesied, and the Spirit, and the Spirit, and the Spirit. But there are many spirits. Beloved, believe not every spirit, but try the Spirit, whether they are of God. You got to test things back. 
when that spirit come to you, you got to push back in Jesus Christ. You got to test out the thing. You got to see where it is, what it stands for. He'll bring to your mind. He'll bring to your understanding. He will open your mind and cause you to know. The Lord will show you where things are going. You just have to be spiritually in tune. Believe not every spirit, but try the spirits whether they are of God. Why? Because many false prophets are going out into the world. Oh, we prophesying. We prophesying. You want a word? We're going to prophesy. We're going to prophesy. We're going to prophesy. And gullible, gullible, silly people are drawn to wanting to know what's going to occur in the future without them studying and reading the word of God they are drawn to these false prophets and these diviners many false prophets are gone out of the world they're getting ready to deceive a whole bunch of people why? for filthy lucre self-promotion pride opposing and exalted themselves above all that is called god or that is worship their focus is on prophecy their focus is on attracting saul that he might be led onto his debt the witches of endor the woman with the spirit of divination simon the sorcerer elimas they all gather together with a form of godliness but lacking the power of Jesus Christ, lacking repentance, faith, baptisms, laying on of hands, resurrection of the dead, and eternal judgment. They don't show you these principles of the doctrine of Christ. Why? Because their focus is on the things of this world. Jesus rebuked Satan as he tried to use Peter. Peter was savoring the things that be of men and not of God. He was focused on the things of this world. And when you find individuals, men and women, focus on the things of this world, they'll be led into darkness. When the woman saw the tree that it was good for food, a tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit and ate thereof and gave to her husband with her and he did eat and their eyes were open and they realized they were in disobedience to God. Beloved, believe not every spirit. But try the spirit. Satan is a spirit. The fallen angels are spirits. Don't just believe every spirit. Try them. Test them. Whether they are of God. Because many false prophets are born out into the world. Jesus said, have I not chosen 12 of you? I chose 12 of you. He knew. He said, but one of you is a devil. Because he knew who Judas was. Don't believe every spirit. But try the spirits. Whether they are of God, because many false prophets are gone out into the world. Now, how do you do that? You do that by knowing the word. By knowing the word of Christ. So Paul wrote to the Colossians, chapter 3, verse 16, saying, Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. These false prophets and false teachers and false preachers, they don't love the word of God. They don't want to study the word. They don't want to invest themselves in the word of God. They just want to prophesy and preach and sing and dance and praise and carry on and have a great grand old time they claim in the flesh. Let the word of God, the word was made flesh. The word, the spirit was made flesh. Let the spirit of God dwell in you richly in all wisdom. T 
teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Got to be in the word, my love. You got to be in the word, brother. You got to be in the word, sister. You got to be in the word. And when you are in the word, then the Lord will demonstrate his faithfulness to you he shall establish you and keep you from evil. You're going to be kept by the word. Just like the heavens and earth were framed by the word of God, you will be kept by the word of God. As we conclude the second epistle to the Thessalonians, Paul wrote in 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, he said, Finally, brethren, finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free course. Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord might have free course and be glorified even as it is with you. The word of the Lord faced opposition, endurance, persecution, tribulations in the apostles as they went from city to city, state to state, country to country preaching. They faced opposition, persecution, imprisonments, beatings, stonings, and such like. Not like the Christians of today who want to ride around like they claim Lord is blessing them with fancy cars and fancy houses and Lord is going to just bless them that they avoid all trials and tribulations and they're going to just be caught away. They're just going to be raptured and everything is going to be a grand old party and they're living in their carnality. Not so. Paul said, finally, my brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free course. The word of the Lord that we speak. When you speak the truth of the word of God, you will face opposition. You will face persecution. You will have to take up your cross and carry it. That the word may be glorified even as it is with you. That word will be glorified in you. Your persecutions, your trials, your tribulations. Paul says, I glory in tribulations. I glory in the things that have afflicted me for the gospel's sake. He says, and that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men, for all men have not faith. So pray for us. Pray for us in our ministry. Pray for us in our preaching and teaching. Pray for us in our undertaking that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men. We have unreasonable and wicked men in all levels of our society. So we have to pray for the deliverance from these unreasonable and wicked men for all men have not faith. The word tells us to pray for kings and all that are in authority that we may have a quiet and peaceable life. There are some unreasonable and wicked men in high places. So we have to pray for them. But the Lord is faithful. But the Lord is faithful who shall establish you and keep you from evil. We're going to be kept. You don't have to worry about it. The Lord is going to keep us. He has sealed us unto the day of redemption. You don't have to live in fear, but live in faith that the seal of God remain in you. The Lord is faithful, who shall establish you and keep you from evil. And we have confidence in the Lord touching you. And we have confidence in the Lord concerning you. That he both do and will do the things which we command you. We have confidence in your obedience that you will follow the word of God. 
We have confidence that you won't let your pride destroy you. We have confidence that you are going to not lean to your own understanding, but you're going to walk in the word of God. We have confidence in the Lord touching you that he both do and will do the things we command you. And the Lord direct your hearts into the love of God and into the patient waiting for Christ. They that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. In your patience, possess your soul. At times we tend to get impatient. At times we tend to get flustered. At times we tend to get bothered, but we ask the Lord to direct your hearts into the love of God and into the patient waiting for Christ. You see, tribulation work at patience. Tribulation work at patience, and patience experience and experience hope, and hope make it not a shame. So we pray. The Lord direct your hearts into the love of God and into the patient waiting for Christ. Now the word continues by telling us how we should operate. Paul wrote, now we command you. Now we command you, brethren, in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, his source, his authority. For issuing this command is Jesus Christ. Now we command you, brethren, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that ye withdraw yourselves from every brother that walketh disorderly and not after the tradition which he received of us. So here we have a dilemma. Here we have a dilemma. We are commanded in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ to withdraw ourselves from every brother that walketh disorderly and not after the tradition which he received of us. He don't abide in the apostles' doctrine, in the teachings of Jesus Christ. We are commanded to withdraw ourselves from him under his tutelage, under his instructions, under his leadership, because he's walking disorderly, not walking after the tradition which he received of the apostles. He's gone his own way. He has deviated from Christ. He has followed the way of the world. We are commanded to withdraw ourselves from every brother that walk at this orderly and not after the apostles' doctrine. Paul continued by saying, For yourselves know, you know how you ought to follow us. You know how you ought to follow us. This is what Jesus commanded. Then open either understanding that they might understand the gospel, the word. And he commanded them that repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name. Beginning at Jerusalem, he opened their understanding. For yourselves know how you ought to follow us. For we, we behave not ourselves disorderly among you. We follow the order of the Lord. And he told them repentance and remission of sins should be preached in his name beginning at Jerusalem. Peter and the rest of the apostles did just that. They began at Jerusalem in the name of Jesus Christ. 
preaching baptism and repentance in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost came, opened the doors to the church. Peter preached a message and 3,000 souls were saved. Anything else is a deviation, is a corruption of that which the Lord has done. So we are commanded to withdraw ourselves from those that walk disorderly. For yourselves know how we ought to follow the Lord. For we behave not ourselves disorderly among you. Listen to this. Neither did we eat any man's bread for naught. Neither did we feed ourselves or fleece anyone. We didn't take from people that which the Lord has blessed them with. Doing things for our benefit, manipulating cunningly devising ways and means of extracting from individuals seeking to extort manipulate individuals for our own bellies neither did we eat any man's bread for naught but wrought with labor and travail but we work we labored we did that which we were supposed some of us tired now some of us are tired now. We wrought with labor and travail night and day that we might not be chargeable to any of you. You have manipulators out there deceiving, manipulating, prompting, priming that they might eat others' bread without laboring themselves. Neither did we eat any man's bread for naught, but wrought with labor and travail night and day that we might not be chargeable to any of you not because we have not power we could have done like many are doing not because we don't have the power we do we have all power yes we received the Holy Ghost he gave us power but to make ourselves an ensample unto you to follow us the reason we don't behave in the ways that they do is because we want to be the example to the believer. Not because we have not power, but to make ourselves an ensample unto you to follow us. For even when we were with you, even when we were with you, this we commanded you that if any would not work, neither should he eat. We told you before, you got to work for what you want, what you have. We commanded you that if any would not work, any, any, doesn't matter who you are, doesn't matter your position, your place in the body, if you don't work, you shouldn't eat. You got to have some kind of income that you earned. For even when we were with you, this we commanded you that if any would not work, neither should he eat. Listen to this. For we hear that there are some which walk among you disorderly, not working at all, but our busybody, manipulating the scenes, extracting, distracting, and removing from the saints that which belong to them. For we hear that there are some which walk among you disorderly. That's disorderly behavior. Not working at all, but our busybodies. Always running all over the place, doing all kind of things, busybodies. Now them that are such we command and extort by our Lord Jesus Christ that with quietness they were. Go get a job. Stop manipulating people. Handling the word of God deceitfully. 
we command and extort by our Lord Jesus Christ that with quietness they work. You gotta work and eat their own bread. Stop eating other people's bread. Stop twisting the word, telling them about their curse and all that, that you can't eat their bread. You're manipulating people. You need to get a job. You need to get a job. We command and extort you by our Lord Jesus Christ that with quietness you work. You don't have to broadcast what you're doing. Do it quietly and eat your own bread. But ye brethren, be not weary in well-doing. Share with others. Let others participate in your blessings. Be not weary in well-doing. Listen to this. And if any man obey not our word by this epistle, note that man. And have no company with him, that he may be ashamed. Yet count him not as an enemy, but admonish him as a brother. There are some who want to live off the believers. There are some who don't want to work. They want to put titles and positions on themselves that they might mislead gullible people. And they obey not the word of the epistle. The word says you should know that man or woman and have no company with him or her that they may be ashamed. Yet count him not as an enemy. So you don't count that individual as an enemy but you admonish him as a brother. So you say, no, 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 I don't want to be a part of that. I don't want to be a part of that manipulation, deception, deceit, twisting and behaving in ways that seek to mislead individuals. I don't want to be a part of that. But that person is not your enemy. We have to get that in our mind. They are as a brother. So we try to encourage them in the right ways of God. Verse 16 tells us, Now the Lord of peace himself, the Lord of peace himself, give you peace always by all means. Have you ever noticed some people, everything that they write or they do is filled with enmity and animosity. It's always, always filled with fiery darts. And you wonder what happened or what is happening in the spirit of their mind. They lack the peace of God. They lack the love of God. Now the Lord of peace himself give you peace. Always by all means. The Lord be with you all. The Lord be with you all. His peace he left with you. His peace he gives unto you. Not as the world gives. So let not your heart be troubled. Don't let it be afraid. Because the God of peace be with you all. Always. Now here Paul addressed the problem that existed in the church. He said the salutation of Paul with my own hand, which is the token in every epistle, so I write. One more time. The salutation of Paul with my own hand. So in every letter that Paul writes, he greets, salutes the brethren with his own hand, his own handwriting and authentication of the letter, the salutation of Paul with my own hand. He said, which is a token in every epistle. 
So he does that in every one of his writings. So if you want to know what is the epistle of Paul, he signs it. He salutes it. He puts his name on it. The salutation of Paul with his own hand, which is a token in every epistle. So I write. That is how I write. That way you can know whether it's authentic or not. So you don't have to guess. Where the Lord leaves it closed, you leave it closed. Where the Lord open it, you open it. But you can't go to a door that the Lord has closed. You got to prove it. You have to prove all things and all fast that you can't prove it, leave it. The salutation of Paul with my own hand, which is a token in every epistle. So I write, once you start propagating things you can't prove, then that begins to develop and become a big stone rolling down a hill and it gets away from you. The salutation of Paul with my own hand, which is a token in every epistle. So I write. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. So Paul concludes his letter by bringing us right back into the grace of Jesus Christ. Grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. So the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Today we spoke to you telling you that the Lord is faithful who shall establish you and keep you from evil. There are many things that the Lord has placed upon us that we are doing and he is faithful. He will establish the work. He will establish the undertakings, the doings, the things that he has given us to do and keep us from evil. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, we come before you today thanking you for your faithfulness and your power to establish and to keep us from evil. Father, continue to watch over us. <coughs> we present to you, my God, Ella Griffiths Katinga, Lord and the Zambian work. Lord, we commit him into your hands, his family, the nation. Lord, we pray that you may make your word a free course in that land and in this and all over the world. Lord, raise up sons and daughters for your name in Zambia, in Africa, in Europe, in Asia, in North and South America. Oh, God, in Australia and in New Zealand. Father, we pray for your people, wherever they may be. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Our topic today, the Lord is faithful, who shall establish you and keep you from evil. We reminded you, as we said before, we said it again, if any man preach any other gospel unto you than that ye have received, let him be accursed. Today we also showed you and reminded you that the word tells us in 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 verses 3 and 4 that you should not allow yourselves to be deceived by any man for the day, the day of the coming of the Lord will not arrive except they come a fallen away first. And the man of sin be revealed, the son of perdition, who is in opposition to everything that is called God, or that is worship, so that he shows himself as he is God. So, two things. There's going to be a falling away first, and the man of sin will be revealed, the son of perdition. The word continues to instruct us, telling us, beware. 
Let no man spoil you through philosophy. Don't let people with cunningly devised arguments and fancy words and uh, ivy-colored words and such like deceive you, spoil you through their philosophy. Yes, their vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. Be on your guard. John told us, Believe not every spirit, but try the spirits, whether they are of God. For many false prophets are gone out into the world. So you are aware of this. You know this, that there are many false prophets going out into the world. So you must try the spirits. Finally, we told you that you should let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts. God bless you. There is one mediator between God and men, and it's the man Christ Jesus, one advocate with the Father, and it's Jesus Christ the righteous. And you have need that no man stand in between you and the Lord, because you are a holy nation, you are a royal priesthood, and you can go to the Lord for yourselves. As we said to you, we've come to the conclusion of the first half of our Masters of Arts New Testament Letters program, and we will be taking off for the next 30 days and will resume on August 31st. We'll be playing rebroadcast so that you might catch up, you might review, and you might come back on the 31st ready to complete the second half of our program. So in the meantime, we are going to continue with our altar call. We are going to continue with our altar call. In the name of Jesus Christ, God bless you. Have a wonderful day and enjoy your time off. God bless you.
Come on home, beloved. Come on home. Won't you? Won't you please? Please come home.